Thank you for joining us on Connected Ops Visionaries. Each month or so, we'll be connecting you to leaders, pioneers, and visionaries who are breaking down barriers and silos that exist in digital operations. For safety or maintenance managers, fleet operations managers, a business operations exec, or even someone in IT or finance, this podcast is intended to bring you the learnings and knowledge you need from those who have walked in your shoes. These are the pioneers of the industry who want to ensure their organizations have the right data that glean real insights and aren't afraid to act on them quickly to drive better business outcomes. The goal is for operational excellence at the end of the day. Our guests love diving deep into how it affects business processes, so we'd like to welcome you to the future of connected field and asset operations. Hello, I'm John Carrion, host of Connected Ops Visionaries podcast, and I've got a special episode for you today. Recently, Joe Torrente, Director of Transportation at the New Jersey-based field services business, Stavola, joined me for an in-depth conversation about his experience with the difficult transformation emerging companies undergo as their fleet of vehicles and assets grows. You'll hear firsthand as Joe shares the challenges he faced while trying to navigate disconnected paper-based processes, a lack of safety monitoring, and a complicated range of construction, asphalt, and recycling equipment. We talk about the underlying causes of common fleet operations inefficiencies and how Joe has overcome all of them to gain back hours of time in his day and return dollars to the company's bottom line. So enjoy the conversation. Thanks so much, Joe, for joining us. Uh, we've got Joe Durante, Director of Transportation for Stavola Construction. And Stavola is the largest asphalt supplier in New Jersey. And the company is also in the construction business with multiple job sites. They've got an array of construction assets and hundreds of contractors at any given time uh, on those job sites. So it's clearly a very complex operation, lots of moving parts real need for, for visibility, a real need to drive efficiencies and productivity. Uh, and that's what we'd love to talk to Joe about today. Um, so welcome, Joe. Let's start things off real quick. If you could tell us a little bit about Stavola, uh, your operations overall, and uh, your role at the company. Hey, thanks, John. Uh, so Stavola is an asphalt company. Uh, we have a construction wing we have multiple quarries, we have multiple plants. Uh, so basically the overall operation in terms of my job as the director of transportation is anything that moves. So that could be anywhere from 250 rental trucks a day to one of the 500 pieces of equipment that we have needing to be moved uh, to all the way over to our rental trucks on the asphalt side, on the quarry side, uh, we deliver basically anything you can imagine out, out of a quarry. Uh, and then we also have the 12 asphalt plants. So that's kind of basically what I do is I like to just sum it up by saying anything that moves is really what I take care of. Excellent. And, you know, when you think about, you know, that complexity uh, and you're trying to think about it, view it from a variety of different angles like you do every day, you've got you know, very diverse, very distributed geographically job sites out there uh, and many different types of specialized equipment. Um, and all that equipment, job site to job site, you've got a lot of strict requirements about when, you know, that equipment can be on the road, 
when it's moving between projects. Can you tell us uh, a bit about the biggest challenges you'd say that you're facing when it comes to asset tracking and being able to manage those resources uh, across all those sites? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, the biggest problem or issue I was having was inaccurate locations. Uh, you know, when you're when you have so much equipment, especially for us, I mean, I have six to seven low beds uh, out there moving equipment daily, uh, sometimes day and night. And, you know, when you have equipment inaccurately, especially in a small state like New Jersey, where, you know, the GPSs tend to lag. Uh, if you don't stay on top of it, I mean, they lag and it's showing a piece of equipment sitting on 95 still and you need it on the parkway 30 minutes away and you're going to move a, a low bed over there you know what I mean? And then it's a wasted trip. You know, I like to think of moving a low bed as $500 every time you turn the key. And I mean, some of the biggest problems I, I would say are definitely inaccurate location information. Uh, you know, data not up, updating frequently enough to be reliable. Uh, you know, that's kind of the, touches on the same things in terms of the GPS is lagging, you know, uh, and the accuracy is incredibly important, right? Yeah, the accuracy is your money maker. I mean, it's you got to know where it is. I'm if low bed wise, fuel truck wise, uh, even our union operators wise. I mean, it's going to touch every phase in terms of you know of what you're doing out there in the field. Yeah, absolutely. So following up on that, you know, now that you've got better access to accurate real time information. Uh, using IntelliShift for all your, your vehicles and equipment. What are, what are some of the, the savings you're realizing when you think about your, your KPIs? Well, not only on the fuel truck, uh, saving time on that and the low bed daily. I mean, you know, you look at some of the jobs we do. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people that are going to listen to this are going to be familiar with the term mill and pave. Uh, mill and pave is a job you bid. And, I'll give you an example. The Garden State Parkway this year for us, it's a $20 million job. Uh, every night it's going to take between 30 to 40 trucks. You know, having reliable GPS, having vehicles that you, or having GPS that you know you can trust, I mean, it's going to save you money because if I could cut three trucks off of that because I know where everything is and I'm able to track these guys efficiently, I mean, three trucks at $1,000 a truck a night, and you know, 250 work days in a year, you can do the math. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, the money is there to be saved for sure. Do you know on average how, how much you would think you save, you know, per supervisor per day? Is there, are there estimates? Oh, sure. I mean, uh, anybody in this business knows the super's got his hands full with 30 different things. I mean, you're going to save him. Not only are you, ruling out the fuel truck, one less thing off his mind. Equipment moves. Now the low bed drivers are going to know where everything is. They don't need instruction. You know what I mean? It's from point A to point B. I mean, you're going to save multiple hours a day with your supervisors, with your foremans. Uh, and then on my end, I mean, I have Teamsters, you know. Uh, they take care of my fuel trucks, my low beds. You know, you start getting into the end of the week, you're talking, you know, close to $100 an hour. Now I'm saving, you know, two hours, three hours on fuel. Now I'm saving two to three hours on my load beds. Now I'm saving two to three hours with the supervisors. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. So it's right uh, to the, the bottom line, right? Because you guys, you know, 
construction margins can be thin. You got to track them pretty tightly. So you see that go right to your profit margins. Absolutely. I mean, you're, you know, you have such a slim margin when you bid these jobs. I mean, it is uh, every little advantage you need, you can try to get, you need to get. And so definitely GPS is for us would be right at the right near the top. Got it. Now, when you think about that complexity, uh, it does go beyond just resource tracking and, and job sites and equipment, but you also manage the billing and, and time cards uh, for all those drivers uh, and operators that, that come in and out of your quarries to pick up uh, material. So, what, you know, when you think about that process, you know, whether it's using paper or PDF or Excel spreadsheets or clipboards or sticky notes, it could be anything, right? You know, what are, what are the challenges you had you know, getting the job done with those paper-based processes and, you know, how they, how they, you know, can negatively affect, you know, your goals. Yeah. Yeah. That is an, an absolute nightmare. Uh, I can't believe for nine years, I actually used paper. I don't know how I got it done. Uh, so we use the electronic timesheets and what we do is obviously with the quarries, we have a self-designed scale house system that ties right into our IntelliShift. And to understand our billing, it's kind of complex. So during the daytime, most of your work is going to be our quarry work, which is going to pay for the ton. You know, when you integrate the, both those systems, now I'm able to track what's in the truck, the ticket. I can reprint tickets. Everything's tied in. They're not hourly employees, but I have a complete record of everything tied in together. Uh, you flip that over to when I rent trucks, which is one of the biggest things. Uh, in terms of getting efficiency out of those trucks, uh, when you're paying 85, 100, 115 uh, an hour, you want to make sure you're maximizing it. And where I use the GPS for that is, you know, in the state of New Jersey, you have to pay a thing called prevailing wage. So for milling, I'm paying 115 an hour. For paving, I'm paying 85. Well, how do I know? I don't want to pay someone 115 if they're only doing the 85. The GPS enables me then to differentiate those times. And that's what I do each morning with the billing is I break it down, boom, 85, 115, 85, 115. Uh, yep. And beyond that, even just the delays you'll see trying to, it must be difficult to get drivers and operators to turn in their time cards and to make sure they're fully filled out the way you want. And the technology can help you, you know, improve that process, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, just when I started at Spavola, uh, I had two years of, of back billing to undo. Uh, you know, chasing timesheets is a thing of the past, and I'm glad it is. It's, uh, you know, you can't rely on people to work 10 hours and then worry about their timesheet getting turned in uh, and efficiently, you know. And with the electronic timesheets, it gives me, in a, in a sense, all the power in the sense of, you know, I log them in, I log them out. And it just makes billing now, I mean, I'm done billing by 8 a.m. every morning for the night before. Uh, I haven't had an issue on the billing side in 18 months, I think. Wow. So, so is that, uh, it, it, that was a game changer for sure. I mean, that's definitely my favorite part of working with IntelliShift has definitely been the electronic timesheets. I mean, time alone, it was with paper. I mean, just to get 75% of it done, it, it was taking me till noon, you know, uh, yeah. it's saving me 
it has been a complete game changer. And I mean, it's, it's definitely been my favorite part of working with IntelliShift for sure. Excellent. I'm just curious because you, you, you talk about payments and it's, the visibility is so critical. Are there other folks that view the, the reports and, and get distributed the, the reports and analytics or is it mostly just folks in, in your group? I'm sorry, John, can you repeat that question? The, the analytics and the reporting for, uh, you know, understanding what's happening with those DVIRs. Does anyone else get those reports or is it just you and your team? Oh, absolutely. Uh, our whole contracting division uses it, you know, and a good example of that would be I just renegotiated with, uh, with the Teamster Union on a new three-year deal with them. And, you know, I get a daily driver report sent to me. I schedule it for 5 a.m. each morning. So right when I wake up, I can see the report from last night. And, uh, you know, on my end, that's probably the number one thing because that's ammo to go back to the union with, you know. Uh, I can see who's slacking off. I can see who's going to work and doing their job. And uh, it's right there, plain as day. As soon as, they are, as, soon as they're off the clock, I, I'm seeing it, you know. And then as far as our, our contracting, I mean – we, we made sure to get every foreman, every supervisor, uh, everybody who's been here a minute, you know, we get them a GPS login because the more eyes, the more everybody knows, the easier it is out there. Uh, you know, at nighttime, especially Mill and Pave, especially where we're from, New Jersey, it's, uh, it's chaos out there, you know. And, I mean, especially you start getting into the summertime with the beach and everything. I mean, it gets it gets hairy out there. And so the more knowledge everybody's able to use, the better it is. And, you know, I would say the biggest saver has definitely been the fact that, you know, when you tie those systems together, and especially on the contracting side, you know, we're able to track how long those truck, how long it's taking those trucks. So our truck numbers in the last year, if you look at the, two years ago compared to now, I mean, we're nailing it. We're saving an average of three trucks a night, which, you know, take it for what you want, but that's 700 to a thousand dollars per truck per night that we save just by being able to track that stuff. I mean, that was the goal we set out. Uh, you know, some common issues you'll see are, you know, everybody always blames the trucks because there's no one to defend them. So that's always going to be your first thing that you blame. You're always going to just blame the trucks. Oh, the trucks ran slow. That's why we didn't make our 1500 ton or our 2000 ton last night. Well, now we're able to record it and see, okay, well, the trucks waited at the paver. The trucks waited at the plant. It wasn't our trucking issue. All right. Well, listen, if I have to put 2000 ton down and I need 80 loads, well, I know now, I can see it takes 15 minutes per trip. I know I need 22 trucks to get through the night and maximize it. Yeah. And in years past, you know, I mean, we've been off. It's been 25, 26 trucks. Sorry to go on like that, John. No, that's great. I mean, it just sounds like you you just have the visibility into the data and it allows you to get at the root cause of these things to allow you to make better business decisions for the future, right? That's yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's been uh, it's been working. I'll put it that way. Great, great. Yeah, so let's uh, switch gears a little bit to talk about how the accuracy of the GPS and telematics data can help your, your maintenance department. So, you know, is there anything about how your maintenance team leverages, you know, that real-time data to help them do their job more effectively and efficiently? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, one, I'm not a mechanic, so 
take it with a grain of salt. But it does log hours for you. Uh, uh, it does tell you when you need oil changes. You know, uh, it tells you the last greasing. It tells you fuel is in there as well. So pretty much everything, at least from my eyes, that a mechanic would need, you can you can get to in IntelliShift, which is nice. Now, yet again, I'm not in charge of mechanics. I don't. I'm not a mechanic myself. I like to keep my hands nice and clean. But uh, I have seen the added benefits just from speaking to our mechanics in terms of how they have used IntelliShift in terms of tracking hours, tracking fuel, uh, and tracking maintenance in general. Great. And so we've done. We've spent quite a bit of time talking about efficiencies and uh, productivity of, of different employees and, and transparency across departments and reporting. But a, a topic that's uh, becoming more and more important, it seems, it's always been important, but is really safety management. And I'm excited to hear more about your, your plans to deploy cameras, your vehicles, and can you tell me about the types of incidents that led you to, to take the leap into you know, more advanced dash cam video solutions and, and how it's going to affect your, your safety and, and company financial health overall. Yeah, so this is obviously a big one. Uh, so I guess my relationship with IntelliShift kind of started off with the safety end in the sense of uh, I had just came to Stavola uh, and not even at less than a month after being here, we had a very bad accident on uh, one of our contracting jobs. Uh, one of the rental trucks uh, fell asleep, started to veer off the road, hit one of our crash trucks or an inuator trucks, if you want to call it that, uh, and almost paralyzed one of our workers who was driving it. Uh, that started an immediate push. So what I did was I went to, I want to say it was 13 or 14 webinar uh, before COVID, I uh, used to do things in person. Uh, like. 13 or 14 seminars uh, from Samsara, Samsara, Verizon, IntelliShift, everybody and anybody who sold GPSs. And uh, what I was looking for was cameras. And the big thing was, I mean, I'm not going to say numbers on here, but it was hefty. You know, uh, being the company and the, or the parent company, I should say, you're always going to get sued in the end. And we didn't have no cameras out there. It was almost like getting caught with our pants down. So, you know, I ended up going with IntelliShift uh, based off of my conversations with them. And, you know, that's why I just had today, I had 12 cameras installed. Uh, basically, it's a safety issue. You know, you're going to get the immediate bonus of insurance, which is nice, but it's always going to be secondary to safety. Uh, you know, yeah. having the two-way cameras, one is going to alleviate, you know, I'd probably get five to six claims a week about cracked windshields, accidents that people say our trucks were in that most of the time they weren't. Uh, on the bigger picture, obviously, you know, if I would have had a camera on that crash truck that night, it would have saved us probably a couple million bucks. And, you know, I'm not going to make that mistake again. You know, having cameras is, I, I assume it's going to become, you know, common practice in this business sooner than later if it already hasn't. Uh, I think I'm actually playing a little catch up with it, you know, but uh, I mean. And do you have any, as far as your, your drivers and, you know, getting them on board, obviously there's the concept of a big brother and having folks watch you. Or there, is there anything you're doing to 
Uh, you've heard of other fleets where the drivers, after they have the camera, they say, I'm not going to work without my camera because it can, you know, be my defense mechanism if someone, you know, runs into me or there's a collision and it's not my fault, which is often the case. Just wondering if you're you're hearing that or if you think it'll be a bit of a process for your team. No, uh, I fully expect everyone to jump right on board because, you know, it saves your job. Uh, you know, similar story happened. I was just speaking with one of our quarry guys. Uh, he was going to be fired for a car accident, uh, rear-ending someone. And luckily, he had his own camera on the pickup truck, and it saved his job. So, mm. I mean, as, as far as my Teamsters, I fully expect them to jump right in uh, about it just because it protects the driver. It's, I mean, that's all it's, got, all it's doing is, you know, if you're doing, the, if you go to work and do the right thing, you have nothing to worry about. Right. And so I think it's going to be, uh, I think they are, are going to be very pleased with it. I mean, it's an extra layer of protection for them as well. Right. And when you think about insurance, is it, is it just that, you know, the insurance companies feel like they're just going to get more accurate information about the risk of your company and your fleet so that you can, you know, get the right policy that makes sense for you? Do you think you'll see insurance premiums get more competitive or even reduce your costs there over time? Uh, it's going to reduce my cost. Uh, and that's one of the benefits of the cameras on my end is when you have so much, I mean, I'm going to have close to a, I mean, by the end of this year, I'll have about a thousand pieces on that insurance policy. Wow. You know what I mean? If, yeah. if, so even if I could save 1% of that, you know, it's going to be a hefty, hefty, hefty bill to save. So it's definitely lowers your insurance premiums. I know a lot with the rentals that I speak with that run for me every day, you know, guys who have invested in cameras for themselves. Uh, you know, I know speaking to them that it has lowered their insurance and I'm actually pretty excited about what it's going to do to my insurance bill being about, you know, 500 times bigger than they are. So. Yeah. I mean, even if I could get 1%, it's going to be a pretty noticeable amount. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Well, you know, really enjoyed having you today on, on this webinar. Really great to talk about efficiency and cost savings and, and safety. Just sort of one, one final question when you think, you know, even a couple, two, three years out, what do you think is kind of the, the next frontier of, you know, leveraging technology, you know, analytics, AI, is there anything specific that you're excited about even beyond cameras coming down the pike? Or are there challenges that you really think you're going to need to tackle in the next couple of years? Well, for me, it's going to be, you know, uh, we have New Jersey. We're, we're pretty much blanketed over the state of New Jersey. Uh, now we're starting to buy quarries in Pennsylvania. Uh, we're looking in New York. We're looking in Delaware. Uh, We've already ventured down as far as North Carolina and Florida. So definitely for me, the biggest thing I would say would be being able to tie everything in with the different rules of each state in terms of, of on the trucking side and the transportation side, uh, being able to tie everything into the one system. Uh, I am confident about it because we are able to tie it in with the scale house, with the billing, with the GPS. And so, for me, that's going to definitely be the, the biggest challenge knocking on my door is, all right, how do you run a quarry from 150 miles away? How do you run a quarry from 800 miles away? Uh, so it's going to be tying everything in, especially now that we're expanding out of New Jersey.
So yeah. that's going to definitely be the biggest challenge and the biggest thing I look forward to, to be honest with you, in terms yeah. of tying everything together. I think what I heard there is that those are, you know, as you move into other jurisdictions, there could be different, you know, regulations or business rules and policies that you need to update across these different divisions and being able to update those rules easily and, uh, and allow it to automate across your, your different teams and locations would, is just a, a, a problem that you're looking to solve, right? Yeah. I mean, you look at, just look at our neighbors in Pennsylvania, uh, their gross vehicle weight rating, 73, 2080. Uh, right. Over here on Jersey, obviously we're at the 80,000. Uh, in New York, most of the time you want to run flow boys. I don't own any flow boys right now. Uh, you know, Jersey and Pennsylvania are going to be triaxles. Delaware, I don't even know what it is, you know. Uh, it also brings you into axle weight distribution, which is a big thing. Uh, you have a state one, you have a federal one, and you have it different in each city, each state. So, you know, in Jersey, it's 22,400, uh, but the federal law is 20,000, you know. Uh, so it's, a, it's just a lot to tie into one thing, you know, but you know, luckily I'll have time and, you know, that is going to be a challenge, but uh, I look forward to it for sure. Very, very good. Yeah, the more data, the more, you know, complexity, the more chance there is to have errors and omissions in that data and you're out of compliance and there's problems from that. So totally, totally understand. So, yeah, well, thanks so much uh, for, for joining us today. It was great to uh, get your perspective on everything you're, you're doing with IntelliShift and we really enjoy the partnership and, and look forward to working with you for years to come. So thanks again for your time, Joe. Thank you, John.